Welcome to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Vertical Street Ventures, where we talk to top experts and seasoned investors to help provide clarity and key insights to keep you safe on your journey to financial freedom. Our goal is to help you get educated on how to create passive income for you and your family using real estate as your vehicle. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and a written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. Welcome back to the Passive Income Through Multifamily Real Estate Podcast. My name is Peter Pomeroy, and I am your host. Today, we have four guests with us, Jenny Gu, Stephen Louie, Kyle Mitchell, and Kyoshi Simon with us. Collectively, they are the managing partners of Vertical Street Ventures. Vertical Street Ventures is an investment firm that syndicates apartment investments in Phoenix and Tucson. They have over $300 million in assets under management and have completed several full cycle investments through sales and refinances. They also have a differentiated learning platform called The Academy and host a national conference titled VSV Con. This year's conference is coming up on April 28th, and I would encourage all our listeners to check out the details at vsvcon.com. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Peter. All right. Peter. All right. Let's get into it. So there's a lot we could discuss, but to create some context for today's show, I think what we should focus on is broadly discussing a little bit about how you went from W-2 jobs to leading one of the most recognized investment firms and educational platforms in this space. So what I want to start with is your professional development. And with that, I would define it as you know, boot camps, mentorships, online courses, conferences, and meetups. And I want to start with that because it's easy to think when like looking at VSV that you kind of, you know, just kind of all of a sudden had this large portfolio, had this great team, an educational platform, and it just kind of happened. And I know that's not the case. And so I want to start with how has professional development influence factored into your growth and success? And why don't we start with, we'll start with Jenny, and then we'll kind of rotate around, jump in, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Thanks for letting me go first, Peter. Ladies first. These guys never let me go first. So I really appreciate you calling me first. But to answer your question, I would say, you know, one of the things that fortunately the four of us have in common is the fact that we all came from corporate America in some standpoint. We've all managed businesses of our own right, P&Ls. So that training has indisputably transferred over to managing apartment buildings and running the, the companies that we have today from a professional development. The four of us absolutely love investing in ourselves. So we're also part of other mentorship programs. We challenge each other to read books and listen to podcasts. Even physical challenges, the guys here, they do the 75 hard challenge as well. So I think that continues to push us to be even bigger and better as we continue to grow the company. That's great. Anybody else? Steve, Kyle, Kyoshi? Just to follow up on what Jenny was saying, one common theme is we've all owned real estate in the past prior to us meeting. So collectively as a group, we've educated ourselves individually on single family homes, and we've moved into the space of multifamily, obviously, and that has been been instrumental to have a team of individuals to help support that. And like Jenny said, at least for myself, I uh, joined a mentoring group, learned all about multifamily in that mentoring group, and then 
built a great contact of individuals and network to do that. And then one of them was uh, Kyle, as I, I went to one of his meetups, was influential in us becoming future partners. When you said something about kind of boot camps, and it made me think, you know, one might start out with a boot camp, like a 48-hour boot camp. And they're learning about, you know, kind of the fundamentals of, of buying an apartment building. And they're like, I like this. I'm going to advance. And then, but if you go fast forward five years, how would you characterize the programs, the mentors, your coaches, et cetera, that you have now versus when you started in terms of what you're like focused on? Yeah, I can take that one. So I'm a firm believer and I know our whole team is a firm believer in always having mentors. And I believe that you should have a mentor or a coach in every aspect of your life, right? So if you're going to work out, you should have a coach there. You have uh, coaches and doctors that help you remain healthy, right? And so in business, we have coaches, not just that educate us on the multifamily side, but also mentors and advisors who have run multi-million dollar companies, they've been CEOs, they've had big exits, and they've developed people like us who are a startup company that are growing and adding extra brands to our, to our labels. And so we have people who teach us how to go through that process as well. And so there was a natural progression, right? At first, it was multifamily and getting very educated in that space, because I think a lot of people, when they get first go into multifamily, they don't really think about it as a business. And we're running a company now, right? And that's 100% what it is. And we're in charge of investors' money too. So we have a responsibility to be fully educated when we go into this thing. And as we grow and scale our companies, we want more mentors who have been there and done those things so we can continue to grow responsibly. And so it definitely is a natural progression as you grow. And I think we'll have mentors all the way until the end, helping us grow, making sure we're responsible and we do it the right way. All right. You know, to kind of close out the professional development piece a little bit, do you think you would have achieved, you know, the success and accomplishments that you have today had you not made those investments in your own, you know, growth, learning coaches, and some of which are, I'm sure are, are pretty darn expensive? Do you think you would be where you are today? Yeah, I can take that one. Certainly not. I was very fortunate at a young age to have a mentor in the real estate development business who took me under his wing. And what I mean by that is it was as simple as collecting coins from the laundry machines on weekends and just kind of looking around the properties. It was doing due diligence. It was checking out the maintenance items and checking out rent rolls. And, you know, all of those little things ultimately added up to really profound experience that compounded over a number of years and a number of lessons into my experience now, which has contributed greatly to Vertical Street. That's great. So let's switch over to scaling. I know that's a big topic for every, you know, whether it's a team or company, regardless of where their kind of their stage and growth is. What are you most proud about when you think back over the last six months, year with respect to how you've scaled and what you've accomplished? Yeah, I can go first. You know, for me, the last year, what I've been most proud of is more on the academy side. So we have a coaching program. We, speaking of mentors, right? We we teach other people how to find deals, raise capital, and operate the properties, just like we do in a syndication. And we are so proud of our students in the academy who have done their own deals last year. We've done five student deals where we partner with our students, and then a handful of them have done deals on their own. So I think collectively. Guys, I think the number we ran was, you know, our students have done over $300 million worth of deals around the country, I think even more, closer to 400 by the end of the year through the program. And that's 
so satisfying because for us, success is when our students are successful. So that gives us a lot of big smiles at the end of the day when we can help them achieve their goals as well. Anyone else want to add on to that? Yeah, for me, biggest success is last year, we had a major exit of one of our properties that we first got one of our first three properties. And it's really cool to see from where we started to being able to provide a massive return to our investors, because that's why we got into it, right, was to turn around the properties, make sure we focus on our residents, but also take care of our investors. And our investors, when we were first getting started, were going a lot based on trust, because we didn't have that full track record. And they did trust us, and we were able to deliver. And so we have uh, something we call the AstroTurf moment, because one of our investors was able to take his return and put new AstroTurf along with, I believe, a new car and, and redoing the inside of his house. And it wouldn't have been able to be done unless you know we provide that return for him. So that was really gratifying. And, and knowing that all of our hard work is paying off through our investors and being able to show our investors that we can deliver for them. And then just seeing the results outside of that and being able to build that relationship with our investors was really cool. That's great. Kyoshi, how about you? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Peter. I think one of the big things for us is, again, how can we add value to those around us? And one of the opportunities that we identified was with our students who needed assistance in real estate specific tax and accounting strategy and planning. And so one of the big things that we launched last year was Vertical Street Ventures CPA a real estate specialized firm that specifically caters to real estate investors, professionals, and other firms in the industry. It was a really great way to assist our students and help unlock their vertical potential so that they could take their careers um, to that next level. Oh, yeah, that's, that's great. And I would imagine that, you know, you're launching some of these things that it makes like perfect sense what you're know, doing the vertical CPA, but that's got to be a little bit nerve wracking to say, okay, we're going to launch this business. It's part of our growth plan. So it's another way for us to add value to all of our stakeholders and people who are interested in that. I mean, you're very cool and calm and collected, but I mean, is it a little nerve wracking when you're launching? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's always a little bit of a heartbeat skip whenever you launch these products, but I think that's always a sign that you're doing something of significance. And one of the great things about working with a team is that it's not just me. I have three great partners and we think these things out and we move together. And so really having that team aspect and support has helped us be successful in all of these new ventures that we've started. Steve, you're up on now. So tell us what you're most proud about over the last six months, year. You've accomplished a ton with the team, but I'm interested to hear kind of what floats to the top. Yeah, you know, as I think about some of this, something that we've done collectively as a team, I'm really proud about the two books that VSV has actually written. Really quite an accomplishment if you think about it. I always thought about it and you can always think about it, but it's really about executing on it. And I would say, you know, Jenny and I, we co-authored The Overnight Millionaire, which is really filled with examples of what people can do when they choose to invest wisely. And then Kyle just recently authored The Lottery which is, you know, a kid's book that's about a girl winning the lottery and some of the decisions that she gets to make. And so excited that we're both Amazon bestsellers now. And it really feels like an accomplishment from our standpoint that we're able to do that. And I know Kiyoshi's writing a tax book as well. So that's going to probably be in the next year as well. So excited about that and really things that can help others as they think about how they're investing future as well. Hi, listeners. Jenny Gu here, partner at Vertical Street Ventures. Thanks for listening to our podcast. 
We are so excited to announce that VSVCon 2023 will be on April 28th through 30th in Scottsdale, Arizona. This in-person conference, which sold out last year and it's gonna be even better this year, is a preeminent event for anyone looking to jump into real estate investing, fast-tracking your journey to financial freedom and learning ways to keep more of what you earned and really anyone looking to scale their real estate portfolio. Here's what you'll experience when you attend VSVCon. You'll hear from industry experts on current state of the real estate market and what their predictions are. Learn how apartment syndications work and the positive impact you can have on these communities. Experience a bus tour across several properties to see firsthand how it all works. Network with like-minded individuals and those who have been able to retire from their W-2 jobs through real estate investing and so much more. After our last conference in 2022, we had so many attendees ask us when the next event would be so they could bring their friends and even kids to it. Right now, prices are at their lowest and will go up after February 28th. So act now and get your discounted tickets at vsvcon.com. See you all there in April. And there's so much more. I mean, you didn't really like hit on, we made a bunch of acquisitions, we raised a ton of capital, which is immediately where my head is going, right? And like one of the most kind of like, I don't even know if I've shared this with you, Steve, but at NMHC, I was talking with some brokers and we were talking about acquisitions. And I said, you know, we're hungry for acquisitions. And and the broker said, you know, the, the neat thing about VSV is, is like your issue isn't raising capital. You know, it's like everybody else, it's finding these properties and there's not a lot of inventory out there. And in my head, I'm thinking, wow, I got to make sure I tell Steve. So I just have. And they're like, I think that like my head's going to those aspects, but it's great also to hear about these other things that like, you know, I would think really would create a sense of pride in terms of writing books and expanding service lines and helping more people. So I wanted to point that out. So on that note, if you think about, you know, the last six months, year, what do you think has contributed the most to your growth? You distill it up. Yeah, no, sure, sure. Well, first off, thanks, Peter, for the compliments from the broker around us raising capital. That's the one great thing about us as a team, the team approach, which Kiyoshi mentioned. We have the ability to raise capital, and that, that takes a very unique skill set, and we all each have that and have the ability to do that. Uh, so appreciate the comments around that, the capital raising but as I think about growth, it's really about people and culture. Uh, that's really something that we focus on as a leadership team, and we continue to focus on that. As Jenny had mentioned, all four of us came from a very corporate background, and that's really given us a distinctive edge in, in putting high productive teams together. We know how to do that. I would say our growth is attributed to identifying the right person for the job and ensuring they're in the right seats. As a leadership team, we are all overachievers and have very unique complementary skill sets. You know, for myself, I have a lot of emotion. I tend to move very quickly. Others a little bit more detailed and organized than me. And so we have a really good balance on our team. And so together, we're a very well-rounded team that executes on what we say we're going to do. That's great. Jenny, share your thoughts on what you think has contributed to your growth. Yeah, I 100% agree with Steve. It's right people, right role. One other aspect not very many people talk about that I think is equally important is complementary styles as well. Because if you don't recognize and understand your partners or your coworkers working style, that can cause a lot of friction 
as well. So we've done a lot of work amongst ourselves to understand, well, how does Kiyoshi react to something? How does Kyle go about problem solving? Why does Steve do things the way he does? So that actually has helped us a lot more, I would argue, to better come to good solutions and doing things a better way, a third way moving forward. So I think that's not often talked about, but just as important, people need to understand that as they find partners and hire people, we do a lot of of work around that up front now. Uh, And just to piggyback off Jenny's comment, right? Again, one of the great things about working with the team, everybody comes to the table with different sets of strengths and weaknesses. But when you understand how you can work together and how you can complement each other, those weaknesses get covered up and what you can focus on is each other's strengths and how to leverage each other's strengths to really accelerate growth and get to that next level in a meaningful way. That's a good point. Kyle, your thoughts on what has contributed to overall growth, whether it's kind of the, the theme that we're talking about or something else? Yeah, I'll tie it together. And we talked about it earlier is mentorship. And so everything that the team's talking about here is also through the help of other mentors who have been there and done that before, right? And so we have invested in ourselves and through mentors, and that has helped us grow tremendously. I think a lot of people just look outside looking in and say, oh, they're doing fantastic. They're doing all this on their own. And that's just not true. And I don't think we ever would. Why not learn from other people's mistakes, right? Why not learn through other people who have been there before? And we do that a lot. And we put the work in after we learn those things and we work on ourselves as well. So it's really investing in ourselves personally and professionally and through with mentors. That's been the key to our success, I would say. Let me do an add on to that question just for you, Kyle, to answer since you were just talking and it relates, I think, to what you were saying is, you know, what encouragement would you give to, you know, somebody who's, you know, maybe a year into it, they're looking for, you know, to create a team, maybe they had a team, you know, another person for six months and that person decided to do self-storage and they want to do multifamily. What encouragement do you have for that person who's trying to find you know, their team. Yeah, finding the right team is not easy, right? And I think all of us have been through other teammates and other different things, even with our W-2 jobs, right? You see people come and go, and that's just part of business and the industry and, and life of itself. And so the thing that we focus on is really elevating the people who we surround ourselves with so that we can add more value to everyone else, right? And so I would just say stay consistent. You know, I didn't meet Steve overnight or Kiyoshi or Jenny. I mean, this is something that took four or five years of just consistent hard work and trying to meet the right people. When you hire someone, we say hire slow, fire fast. And it's the same thing with partners, right? Take your time and make sure you're getting in the right partnerships. You not only want to know things like, do your business values align, but do your values at home align? And what are your long-term goals? Because if your long-term goals don't match up, it doesn't really matter what your values are, right? So you're going to go through ups and downs. You're going to go through different partnerships, but you have your goals and you, you've got to know them right first. So start with yourself and then just be consistent and grow from there. So now let's switch to our kind of final topic, which is forward-looking. And that is, as you look at the next six months, if each of you can speak to this, what are you most excited about. And what we'll do is is we'll just kind of follow around uh, counterclockwise, at least on my screen. We'll start with Steve and then go to Kyoshi, Kyle, and then Jenny. So Steve, what are you most excited about? Thanks, Peter. One of the, the neat things that we're doing right now is a big focus on our investors. Our investors are our most important asset across the board on our investment side. And we need to deliver the best experience possible for those investors. And so what we've done is we've added two individuals to the team 
within investor relations, really to ensure that everybody, all of our investors have a dedicated contact person. And in addition to that, we're enhancing our investor portal to make it a better experience for those investors. And so now the investors really have multiple places to go. They can go directly to the portal. Everything will be there, as well as they have two dedicated individual contacts as well to get their information. So really excited about the rollout of all of that and the continued uh, success that we're going to have with our two new associates that have joined us. Excellent. Kyoshi? Yeah, well said, Steve. Jenny alluded to it earlier, but one of the things that we're always challenging each other, and that includes not just ourselves, but also our beliefs and everything that we're doing. And so what I'm excited about is in the next six months, you know, we're going to be looking at every aspect of our business and just reevaluating the assumptions and the beliefs that went into that and just saying, hey, does this still make sense? Do we want to revamp it? Do we want to kind of rethink it? And so I already think we have a lot of really strong, positive momentum. I'm excited to retinker, and in six to 12 months, I think it's going to be that much more powerful. Excellent. Kyle? Yeah, I think you can hear a common theme here. It's really about adding value to other people, right? And that's how we're going about this. We're always thinking about that it that way. And one of the things I'm really excited about is we're thinking about how we can add more value back to our residents. So we are launching a residence first initiative. We're already starting to implement that out throughout our properties and hope to fully implement it by the end of the year. And that's going to include not just what everyone else does, not our holiday parties and being nice to the residents, but really having a focus on everything that we do, all of the decisions that we make first come down to our residents. It really makes our decision-making very easy. Does it help the residents, yes or no? And then we go from there. And so we are very passionate about this and excited about it. And one of the things we're going to do to tie that in is a financial education piece for our residents as well. So we're going to have a 12-month roadmap for all of our residents on how to become financially literate. And then we're also going to offer scholarship programs for all of our properties as well. So this is all still wet clay, as our mentor says, and it's in the making, but we're hiring a dedicated person just for this role. And we are going to blow it out of the water with this. And we're really excited to to roll it out over the next year and change the lives of our investors. And that positive experience that the residents will relate to a positive experience with our investors as well. It kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, very much connected. And Jenny. Yes. Thanks, Peter. So, you know, it ask anybody in the real estate world what they wish they did differently. And I can guarantee you 99% of them would say, I wish I learned about real estate investing 15, 20 years earlier. I know some of us look 12, but I wish I learned real estate investing 10 years earlier. You know, we get to do this day in, day out. But one of the things that we're also super passionate about is spreading the word. And so how we do this is through our national conference. So I think you mentioned this earlier on in the recording, but we have our next VSV Con Real Estate Investing Conference this coming April 28th through 30th. We had our first one ever last June in Scottsdale. We sold out. We had amazing speakers, and we're going to make this even bigger and better for this coming up event in April. So we have really big industry names coming. We have Ken McElroy. We have Jay Liebeck. We have Zach Haptensal. We have an entire VSV team. We're also bringing back some amazing Tony Robbins speakers, as well as new development speakers as well. We're going to keep the bus tour. That was a huge highlight last year. So we're bringing back the bus tour. And of course, a ton of networking for folks getting to meet like-minded individuals as well. So it's going to be an awesome event. We are so excited. It's coming up in just two short months. 
But that's what I'm most excited about in the next six. That's great. I mean, and you're right, there is a theme. I'm seeing like there's the students' education conferences, the outbound teaching, there's the tenants, right? Residents first, there's the investors, you know, making it easier for them to connect with VSV people, making sure the information is relevant, you know, and clear and, you know, high quality. And then as Kyoshi was getting at, it's the how do we do that in the best way possible? And how do we make sure that, you know, and making sure that we don't kind of have you know beliefs that we just hold on to and assume that's the way we do it. And that's that. I think that's really terrific. Thank you all for coming on the show. If listeners want to get a hold of the VSV team, they can go to verticalstreetventures.com. And on the menu bar, you'll see schedule a call and you can hit that link and that'll connect you with them. And for those listeners that would like to connect with me or be on the show, please feel free to shoot me an email at peter at verticalstreetventures.com or reach out on LinkedIn. And as always, please consider subscribing to the show. And if moved, please leave a five-star review so we can continue to have terrific guests like the VSV partners share their insight with us. Thank you for listening. And I wish you all a terrific week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and written review to help us grow and reach more listeners. Subscribe too, so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, to stay updated, head on over to verticalstreetventures.com. If you're interested in learning more about what we do, you can schedule a call with our team on the website. Thanks again for joining us. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode.